All right, so what we're doing, we're recording for a podcast called Culture Crawl ATX. And what it is, is just him and I going around to different spots here in Austin and talking to random people about different issues impacting Austin or impacting the United States. So we've done gun control, we've done homelessness, we did education. And today, since it's 9-11, we said, let's go ahead and let's do 9-11 for today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we stopped by the um, <clears throat> the 9/11 memorial that's right over here at the cemetery. Yeah. Um, I guess they they brought a couple beams from the World Trade Center and set it there, and then um, had a couple statements and dates and times of of you know what occurred that morning. I've talked I've, since it's 9/11. I've been talking with a couple friends about what they remember. <clears throat> And a few of them remember watching the second tower get hit on live television. I was actually at football practice. And I remember um, my football coach saying, watching television was like watching a bad movie. But a few of us hadn't turned on the television that morning. So we didn't know that it was happening. Uh, So then, you know, practice got canceled and and then people went into the the, um, flurry of trying to find loved ones because a few of us, I went to school in Jersey. A few of us had friends whose parents worked at the World Trade Center. Um, and at the time, right, cell phones was kinda out there, but not really, and no one no one could communicate, right? And people was all worried. Um, Facebook hadn't even, hadn't popped yet, because Facebook was 04. No. no. Facebook was out, but it wasn't out. This so, was MySpace time. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, there was no Facebook way to find out. Around. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was just, it was just that experience of, wow, we've been attacked. Um, but as I was saying to someone else, I think 9-11 is still misunderstood by a lot of people, given the number of people who have uh, been born since, right? The information that's come out, the different movies, the different theories. Um, and then when you assign that to the culture of what 9-11 represents, which it's now become, uh, we went to war, but we're actually still at war, as 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 we're talking about. I, I sent an email actually that said, um, "Who coined the phrase, and who put together the marketing plan for weapons of mass destruction?" Right, because it was not long after uh, the towers fell that we were headed to war in Iraq, and. That whole scenario, right? You think about it from a political standpoint, the way we know politics works today, now that we have access to so much media, we know that there were people with an agenda who took advantage of a situation. Uh, and I that, think it's, it's pretty interesting. And yeah, that, you know, with, with 9-11, you know, I, I didn't see the real full detail of it, but when when I get a, a, a you know attention to it and I see like the first plane hit the tower, I thought it was like an accident. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, that pilot might be fell asleep. Until I saw the other plane, I was like, oh shit, this ain't no accident. Right. Some shit is going on, you know. But then it is just weird how, how, how it happens. And as you say, we, you know, the kids them that born right now, when me and you know what 9-11 was like we still 
not getting the truth of what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, we're still not getting the truth of what happened because after this happened, you know, people were saying this is the person who's responsible for it. And then, you know, I can understand, you know, when this happened, you know, the president of the United States that said he thinks is this person is responsible for it, but yet still he, he packed a plane with these people family and send them out of the country. Right. You know? Right, so, I forgot about that. Actually they right, grounded so, all the right, planes. So, oh, except for that one. Right. Oh can yeah. you go hold somebody responsible for some things and then his family is here who destroy one of the most important building in America and people lose their life and all that thing but yet still you send your family out freely. You know, which that shouldn't have been happening. Right. You know, so because if you go investigate a thing like that and you started to blame somebody, you don't know if the family is a part of it. Right, I guess. You I know, wonder. You know, we're still not getting the truth of what happened. I know they had the 9 11 commissions, but now that we've seen, and, and even back then, again, we didn't have access to the same type of media coverage that right. we do today. Mm -hmm. What was the outcome of the 9-11 commissions? I, I wish I could really <laughs> go back and think about it, but all we know is what happened, right? The outcome was, oh, certain people are at fault, we're going to war. Right. Right? And it, it was, and, and that's, that's what it was. It was like, oh, we're going to war, now we're going to be in, in the Middle East, now we're going to have a presence here where we don't like Iraq, we don't like Iran, we don't like India. No. For, for the most part, it's like, it's us against them, mm. whoever they are. And the issue is we don't know who they are. Even to this day, we don't know we because don't, we're no, still there. Nobody know because even though people think, think America was going at war, they still didn't go at war. They just invade certain places that they oh, think yeah. was the, a part of the problem. You know, it's not that they did have a war where, okay, I'm blaming you. So listen, hey, I'm not the one who do it. So if that's what you're thinking, we're going to have to fight this out. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little invasion of, of, and, and they started to look for Bin Laden and because they think Bin Laden was responsible. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where it's, it's not... I, didn't, I wouldn't call that a war. That was just like some invasion of just trying to find somebody. You know, so we're going to destroy anywhere we think you are. We're going, we're going to demolish it. You know, but we still... Up to this day, Bin Laden is gone, Saddam is gone, and all of them is gone, and we still can't find the truth. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nobody still cannot point the finger and say, because there's some time ago when I hear them say, oh, well, Bin Laden kids was involved in 9-11 or some crap. You know, so we still don't know. We still trying to figure it right. out. But We're might still be making we don't, up stories. Might mm -hmm. be we don't figure it out till might be another 50 years from now. Right. When everybody who when everybody, remembers it is when, gone. When everybody who supposed to represent 9-11 and stuff is gone, then they come up with some new details. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, we find who was the only person that could really tell you who organized this is the one that I dropped the plane. And he's dead. Ah. Uh. Well, I remember they did go get, I mean, they was going to look for all kinds of cats, and they yeah. did go get a dude 
who had been the mastermind of some attack, but I think he had masterminded some other attack. Yes. Right? And then they just started grouping up people and associating them with Al-Qaeda and Taliban. Yeah, yeah but right? they still, they it, still it got blended. the truth. You know, because they, you you know, you saying is Al-Qaeda, you saying is the Taliban, you know, and we, we still, I don't know. Might be we find the truth someday down the line. But for right now, we still, every time September 11 comes up, people still trying to figure out who was the real mastermind of this. Mm -hmm. And here's my, here's my two points with 9-11. First, I definitely do love the patriotism that comes from any time your country is attacked. From, right. You know, whether it's, whether it's you know, cyber, whether it's you know, intentional, whether it's political, whatever the case may be. Like, as a country, you know, you're supposed to care for your country. Like, whoa, you know, you, you naturally also come together and want the best for our country as citizens of America, right? Have no problem with that. However, because, Donald, I think you, you said it earlier about the, the culture of America is that we don't, not, I'm saying, you know, not, everybody doesn't look at 9-11 as an opportunity for us to come together as a country. It's like an opportunity for us to go and hate another country or hate another group of people. And, and I think that's where that also ties to people don't know what really happened. Right. People assuming so, that it's the Taliban or it's Al-Qaeda or it's Bin Laden or it's his brother or it's his sister, you know. And, and because of the uncertainty, I think that also adds in to the fear and the doubt, which then makes people want to really point the finger at somebody since everybody else is pointing the finger. Let, let's hop on and let's let's project our anger and our frustration towards this group of people since they've been signaled as that group. And you see right. the, the, the effects of that. We're still in the Middle East. There is still this, this hatred for Middle Easterns, for people from Iraq, from Iran, people from Pakistan, people, people from India, people from Turkey. They, they, they lump them all together, but they're all different. Some is Middle East, some is Asian. You know, it's like, and, and it's just, just, and even some is European, if you think about Turkey, right? It's like, even that distinction is like, oh, wait, what? People don't look at it like that. They just more so focus on the negative side of 9-11. And that, that's my piece on it. As I say, we're still not getting the truth. And as you say, everybody pointing a finger. But then the finger just cannot stop. Mm -hmm. You know, to say, yeah, we got the right person here. As I, as we're still trying to figure it out. This is what, how many years now? 18. Uh, 18 years. Yeah, 18, 18 years. years. Wow. 18 years, and it go by so fast. <laughs> You know, that sometime when, you know, because I remember watching it when it's happening. And every time 9-11 comes around, it's like, you, you, it's like a movie you're rewinding and watching. Mm -hmm. You know, every time. And I know the people in Mulu, they, their family and their loved ones is that. Mm. It's like it comes right back to their head every time 9-11 comes. Right, right, right. You know, right. it's like a rewind movie. Mm -hmm. You know, this is a movie that we watch every year. You know, because they rewind it and they show it back to you and, and it's bring back memory to, you know, the people who lose their loved one and, you know, and, and everybody gets sad again because this is the day I lose my, my daughter or my son or my husband or my And wife. then you stir it right you back know, up again and continue. It's story right back up again. Mm. And it takes it take a, a minute again before people calms down. You know, and, and so it's 18 huh. years ago. Is there anything else like that in America? Yeah, I'm thinking there's nothing else <laughs> like Memorial, like 9-11. Um, well, I mean, they talk about the never forget, right? And and that's where, if you think about marketing. Yeah, right? right? How and, much marketing plays a role in 9-11. And I was, um, I, before we started recording, I was talking about Aaron Magruder's comics, 
when he had a series on Ribbon and Flaggy and how the patriotism uh, surrounding 9-11 was being co-opted by market and spend, right? So it was go buy these flags, go buy these articles, go spend money to show your patriotism, mm -hmm. right? And I even remember, um, I think Bush got on television and said, the one thing we don't want to do in this time is stop spending money. And then I think, what, we got the economic stimulus. They hit everybody off yeah. with that $400 and $800. And that was, I had graduated, so that was 2003, 2004, right? So 9-11 traumatized the country from at least 2001 to probably 2006 yeah, for sure. on to today. Because yeah. we still take our shoes off at the airport. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I I was flying a lot it back then. It changed everything about flying, right? And it was like the terror alert is orange. I just remember that, right? Every day you would walk into the airport, that voice would tell you that the terror alert was orange. You had to be on the lookout for Muslims, basically, yeah. right? Anybody that looked brown, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, brown. Not, like, not black, not brown. white, but brown. Brown is right. what we're looking for now. It's like, <laughs> uh, and then they had everybody uncomfortable. Um, and then that's all scary tactics, they brought man. in all of the TSA and so you had all these weaponized people standing around at the airports mm -hmm. uh, but the, the policing was not of the outside group right we were the ones being policed uh, yeah because we are the one who is on the look yeah we are the one who is looking for the danger you know it's like you go to the airport and they tell you you see a, a suspicious bag reported, you know, so right away, you know, we we became the security guard and the police because of September 11, everybody get nervous. Yeah. So as soon as somebody come and put on his phone right here and walk off, everybody's like, you know, hey, you leave your phone. Right. Nobody even want to touch the phone now. You just like the bag. You see a bag, nobody want to touch a bag. Right. And that's you even know, to this day. We've never had an airport bombing. I mean, an airport bombing no. happen. No. No. They, they, right? They, they, they I got to look into that. No, right? Like, has anybody's think, bag ever exploded at an airport? No, I, don't I don't think so. I don't no. know. Uh, but they, they do. As soon as somebody's bag has been left, they're on the intercom. Right. Please come get your bag. And now everybody's heightened. Like, yeah, they just so had a lady. It's, it's uh, just fear. They're, they're driving the people. That um, scared everybody at the airport because somebody looked suspicious. Right, and that that the weaponization of looking suspicious yes. um, is not new from 9/11, but it definitely became okay yeah. in the culture. To um, what's that word? They say you can't do it to now. Pro racial profile. Racial profile. Yeah, but but now you can't right. do it. It's, it's terrorism, right? That's right. Pro preventative terrorism. That's right. So uh, on a side note, with, with bombing threat and like this is it, it, it's funny, by it. could probably shouldn't say it, but. Uh, That's what it's for. Come so on. it was. I was watching. It, it was an Austin news. I believe it was Austin news. Um, and it was talking. She was reporting how there was a a uh, a restaurant. I think a restaurant or an office building had to evacuate because someone in the bathroom said that they're about to blow it up. So that <laughs> see, okay, you got it exactly. You see, you got it instantly. And then she reread it. And then as she reread it, she started busting out loud. And she said, "Oh, I literally just get it now. Right, I'm right, gonna blow right. this place up." <laughs> Sorry, sorry, not not funny, but that was funny, but no. 
Uh, but it is a function of what you can and cannot say at airports. Yeah. Right? Um, this is an arrest you. You no, can or cannot do mm -hmm. is we've been restricted. And who could do it too? That's another thing. Like who could right, do certain who? things? Because um, if you think about, you know, and then you go into privacy and what was it? The Patriot Act. Yeah. Right? They, they adopted the Patriot Act and then came along... Um, maybe the Customs and Border Patrol, mm -hmm. whoever that group is that they're saying can, should be um, taken away, right? They create, I don't know if it was ICE. I'm not sure who was, what. Yeah, um, ICE was way, way, way later. company. Homeland Security? Homeland Security, right? Go. Department yeah. of Homeland Security. Security. Yeah, yeah. And everybody that they regulate. Mm -hmm. That was a function of a, this response to terrorism. Yep. Are we still at that heightened sense where we still need a full department of Homeland Security, who is now focused on quote unquote securing our borders. You mean racial profiling, right? Are they um, actually just looking for a problem, right? They're a solution looking for a problem. Oh, perpetuating a problem. Yeah, that's right. You know, making it seem like and creating one, right? Creating fear and panic and, and everything else that goes with it. And I think that's just, that's, that goes back to too much government, right? And what I mean by too much government, it's just like all these different departments that we have. Are they all really necessary? Mm -hmm. Are they all really needed? Like every single one of them? Because that because we're all all those departments are being fed by taxes, but then it goes into the budget. And and like it's a tie, right? Full right. circle. Look at look at the wall now. Right? The wall that was a that was a no by the public the American population said no, we don't want no wall. But now because there's a emer national emergency, right? And now now you're using a national emergency to dictate to control an agenda right so and they're diverting funds. funds that were meant for other things right so we're diverting from some homeland security for terrorism to go and do this wall where we're taking funds from education from really actually i'm i'm not sure which yeah, ones exactly that, it was school, from. actually um there was there was a statement that said that there was a school that was supposed to be built in kentucky okay <clears throat> those funds were reassigned to be shipped to build this wall that and to your point was originally supposed to be paid for by Mexico. That was yeah the statement, the campaign promise, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, right? But you tie that into like this, that same mentality is the same thing that, that I'm not saying was the initial point or what it was the initiative for 9-11, but as a result of 9-11, mm -hmm. you have you, 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 uh, America, uh, America you know, has profited off of that, has used it to their advantage to pursue an agenda. The agenda was let's go to war and get some oil. Let's let's have our presence. Let's continue to expand out westward. Right, our right? footprint and our um, empire building. Exactly, and plus, you know, you want to have from a military standpoint, it makes sense. You do want to be over there. You do want to have a stronghold over there because you don't. You want to see what's happening around you before it gets to the United States. Because one of our greatest advantages is our location. Right. From from a military standpoint. And then if you connect that to the, the wall, it's very similar. It's not terrorism, but it's a national emergency. And terrorism is a type of national emergency, right? So here it is. Now you're connecting your... It's the same, the same I guess, process we're going about it. It's the same as I think that we had around 9-11. And look at how much we see around the, the wall. How much is on the news everywhere. Right. It's like 9-11. Uh, <clears throat> right. And to point, even, you know, I can't remember... Right now, I can't remember... I'll call them brown people being attacked mm -hmm. the way we're seeing Hispanics attacked based on the information 
we're being given, mm-hmm. right? Um, but that's only because we didn't have Twitter, right? Right? Or social media for that matter, right? So say social media. So who knows what the right now? Because what if they said, um, um, what is that term? Hate crimes. Mm-hmm. We've been tracking the increase in hate crime and reporting on it as it relates to this white nationalist president. Fine. But what was happening from a hate crime perspective back in 2012 and 2013, right? Because it was not reported on because any of those hate crimes fell under patriotism, even though it was basic racism. Mm -hmm. Right. So from a cultural perspective, and this is what was, you know, people, black people joke about it. Right. We were we were the most American mm-hmm. after 9-11. And now we're back in the news being, you know, murdered by the state again. I mean, and it's funny and to say it's that fucked up. because we could go back to <laughs> World War Two. And how many um, African-Americans fought in World War II, mm-hmm. you know, had a huge impact to change the tide of the whole for a war that what that wasn't even America's war. Right. It was, you know, oh, what's going on? This is why we were, we, we were not involved for so long. Right. It's like, oh, and I'm not do with us. Um, but I mean, that's what we do. We like to wait and come back with them. We are we're Americans. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean. We'll see what happens, let's say, 15 years, right? Like, I'll have to teach my young, my children, I guess, about what happened on September 11th. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at today's media. I was scrolling um, my CNN and Google News. Yeah. And a majority of the stories were not about remembering 9-11. What was it about? I don't know, trash. Antonio okay. Brown out here, okay. raping, you know, okay. being stupid. Uh, and that's another the cover. president another firing the national security advisor. Yeah, or, no, not the... Uh, who's this dude? Bolton? I don't know yeah, what his role is. Yeah. Um, I do know, but it's now fine. I'm recorded being ignorant. But fine, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe something about... Some other silly, yeah. right? But as much as we said, we will never forget... Yeah. We still have troops that are fighting a war from 18 years ago that really is not about war. And I remember actually they were saying, oh, we're going to help Afghanistan rebuild. We're going to go into, um, we're going to help Iraq rebuild. That's where your billions of dollars are going. We're going to build schools and communities. But that's not what's happening. And, right and like even they're just ex- creating weapons and like and this is a little off a little side but like that's my that's another thing i have no problem going and helping foreign aid but from a country from a government standpoint of your country like there's so much work to be done in your borders right don't you focus on there first to then go elsewhere 
Right. Uh, unless you don't need that particular aspect, right? So let's say you have the best education in the world. Okay, fine. Maybe you could take some education dollars and go elsewhere, right? But right. if your education is not to par, well, maybe you should build some schools in your spot, right? right. What about take the your rural- 10 billion and keep the schools in Chicago? Open. Yeah, in, in in the rural areas, in the yeah. Midwest, get, get in that, South, um, everywhere. What's the infrastructure so that cats don't have to uh, drink lead in their water? Yeah, exactly. Go go ahead and like stop all these hate crimes that are happening. Why don't you go ahead and look at your criminal justice system internally and really solve problems, like? So all of that, I feel like, is like a smokescreen. Hey, it's like shirts. a smokescreen, man. Yeah. I think it's all, it's all a smokescreen just to deceive people and look look at one thing to focus on that and go elsewhere. Yeah.